Well, the warmer weather really does make you just want to get out and shine, right? It's such a mood booster. So let's work with that energy and add renewed confidence with a little help from the Skin Center. It's Abby, and we can say goodbye to that winter dullness with a Diamond Glow facial or try the go-to anti-aging skincare treatment, microneedling, which stimulates collagen. Just DM Skin Center MD on Instagram or give them a call and mention the promo code Abby. You'll get $50 off your next skincare treatment. The Skin Center. Pittsburgh's number one med spa. I'm John Ellis. And I'm Rebecca Darst. We're the hosts of the News Items podcast. The way we see it, there are three storylines shaping modern life. The financialization of everything, remarkable advances in science and technology, and a world in disarray. Join us every Monday through Thursday afternoon as we break down news items that are interesting, important, or both. Plus, interviews with some of the smartest people we know. Listen to News Items Podcast with John Ellis on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 420 Day Fiance. Hello, I am the creator of uh, Titanic Ice Trays. Um, just like the fun, I mean, you probably see him in a Reddit post or Instagram ad. It's the ice cube tray that makes the ice cube look like the iceberg. Uh, with the Titanic hitting it, it's just kind of a fun thing to have in a tumbler with your drink. You know, it's nothing great. Actually, it's very inefficient as an ice cube because it's so jagged. It actually causes a lot of dilution, but that's beside the point. Um, I'm just finding that out now in a lot of the reviews, and that's okay. But thank you for having me. I am Sophia Alexandra. It also seems pretty insensitive to just, mm-hmm. like, make an ice for like a fun drink with like a tragedy well you know we don't show the people dying you know it's just an ice cube it's harmless fair enough fair enough we do have there there are ones where we have dye packs where it'll slowly if you're drinking vodka you'll see red slowly start to seep in your drink Mm -mm -mm. that's just kind of a visual gag you know what's so crazy Hmm. is i am the maker of the guantanamo bay ice trays which are also just as popular. Yes, I hear that. As your uh, Titanic ice trays. And I, of course, am Miles Gray. Thank you for uh, coming on this podcast called Problematic Ice Trays. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called Vanilla Ice. So without further ado, welcome to this show called 420 Day Fiance. A podcast where we discuss our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and all of its various iterations. And we do it while we're elevated. Yeah, we're high. Off weed. Smoking it. I'm so um, glad you explained it. A lot of people get really confused. We get a lot of letters. People are a lot of like, people what are do like, you mean? Really want to be up and like, what is it, bro? Let me know what you're smoking on. <laughs> what you're talking well, on. What kind then- of lens is that? A Rokinon? That's for the lens gang out there. <laughs> What are you into QAnon? <laughs> oh shit, no, not here. Uh, nope. Oh, let me get the algorithm. A... What's the algorithm think? Yeah, no. Nope. Yeah. What, what about Q? What do you think about Q? A thousand billion. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Q is in Pennsylvania, so instantly, that's, instantly. Yeah. The yeah, I, you know, that's just that's just where we're at right now. Um, but I don't know what I'm smoking on right now. It, I know it's just it's always indica. The one time I smoked a sativa while we were recording, I was like, in I was somewhere else. You really got in your head, and it was like no different or worse than any of the other times. But you were like, "Yo, I was really off." I'm like, 
As opposed to the other times where we both sang about Jenny's booty hole and like <laughs> things were fine. I don't That's know. That's not until tomorrow till we get yeah. to talk about Sumet. Jenny. People think that Jerry, my Jerry Seinfeld and, and uh, Jenny are the Je- same. Jeremy. This is Seinfeld. <laughs> and then Jenny is just more, oh, Smith. It's just, it doesn't, it'll never get that high energetically because they're going to, they're going to kidnap them. But Jerry is always up here. <laughs> What are you talking about? New York isn't dead. You're dead. Go to Florida. Fine. I'm with the real New Yorkers in our penthouses looking down at the poor. <laughs> um, so anyway, where were we? Which, which, which 90 day show are we talking about today? I think you're going to be shocked. Oh, also, shout out to the algorithms and the Apple iPod, iPod, iPodcast, podcast app uh, that believed that Arnold Schwarzenegger was on one of the last episodes <laughs> because my accent was so on point. We fooled the algorithm and it tags Arnold Schwarzenegger as a guest. Like if Go you were looking for Arnold right Schwarzenegger. right now into the description. Yeah, this, this is the pod- only podcast. I love it. Stop. I love Andre. I like Angela. Michael. I don't know what it means that literally that the podcast app thought that your Arnold was superior to your Jerry. Come on. Seinfeld. And they could have. And also this is a comedy podcast. They were like, they could have thought Jerry Seinfeld was on this. Instead, they were like, no, former governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. We're going to game the algorithm where I'm. People are just going to believe that Arnold Schwarzenegger does this podcast. Just so if people ever hit the tag of like, I want to hear an Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast, they're going to have to listen to this show and welcome. And I, I'm going I'm I'm to start here. telling people that's who my um, co-host is. I... <laughs> Tell them, uh, you idiot. I love the show. You sound Israeli now. What is going on with you? Israeli? <laughs> yeah, you sound like oh, don't no. mess with the Zohan. Like, oh, no, I have, you that's, have to stop. That's, hey, when Bibi Netanyahu, hey, you know, when I was here, when I was the prime minister, you know. But that's not Israel. the Adam Sandler don't mess I with I know, but I love, I love Netanyahu. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. When I, was, I didn't when know I was you... fighting gangs in Philly. <laughs> I didn't get the memo as to which impressions you practiced for today, so I apologize. uh, But you did get the list, so we're going to move on to Woody Allen. Okay, so. um. (laughs) Okay, can we just say that this Uh, is about... This is not about Woody Allen, this podcast. This is about 90 Day Fiance. Don't say Woody Allen. Maybe if you say it enough times, he'll be listed as someone that was no, a guest on the show. No, I actually I can evoke that. the spirit of the Austrian man of steel himself. Arnold. Okay. Please don't do it. I won't. Please don't let's just it. move. Let's just move on because it's like Beetlejuice. If we yeah. say it too many times... I'm not joking. Maybe he will fuck. He does fuck with the show, and he, we will get the magical call that we always talk about, where Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, "Sophia, <laughs> we never I love it. I want to be on. I want to give my take on Angela having a showdown with Yambu." <laughs> Miles, do you want me to leave? <laughs> Please don't leave the Zoom call. 
I have to. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's just talk about the fucking show. I'm ne- okay, 90 Day Fiance, Happily Ever After. Wait, no, I have this. I okay. have this. Oh, you know this part. Fantastic. Please take it away. Happily Ever After, mm-hmm. episode 11, mm-hmm. public displays of contention. Oh. Boom! Wow. Okay, you pulled it together right at the last minute, Sophia. I'm gonna to big go. up myself. <laughs> big up yourself and big up big up the entire Ukraine and the entire Ukraine mandem. Uh welcome to this part, the first couple we will talk about, which is Arnold Schwarzenegger's favorite couple. I just wanna give that caveat up top. Angela and Michael. And Michael. No. Stop and it. Michael. Michael. Stop. Michael. Hey, Michael, you... <laughs> you have to stop. 50-50, Michael. <laughs> uh, you idiot. You're choking on your own uvula. I'm not choking. And I cannot. <laughs> I'm being powered. So, look, let's just get... I have to put that motherfucking accent in the trash for a second. Let's get down for to it. For a second? Yeah, for at least one second. Because... What? People are going to get confused. They're going to think Arnold Schwarzenegger is on the podcast. Please don't bring it back <laughs> for the rest of the episode until I will t- the end of the okay, episode. How about that? You can bring it up during reviews. How about that? Uh, Fine. Okay, okay. good. So, But Angela- and during reviews, I'm going to fucking lose all... I'm going to lose myself in it. I'm going to become... You're not even going to remember about it. Oh, fuck you. I'm going to do it in three <laughs> minutes now because of, of that comment. Just you wait now. Okay. Here we go. So, Angela and Michael, it's it's showdown time. Basically, so many quotables by Angela in this episode. So many crazy entitled white woman things that she yells. Yeah, um, it was on some other shit. Uh... You can't make me. You can't make me. Uh, Said so many times from a woman that age is truly embarrassing. Um, Then what about uh, this is what I got to put up with to say I do? Well, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I'm done with them. But fine is this was this was interesting this whole thing had a very interesting arc because we don't like them as a couple because the of these like differences that they've been having where we don't know who is saying what to whom is angela being lied to is the family being lied to or he lying to both of them do we don't know and either way we don't care all we know is that she does not respect the culture she keeps yelling about it she um, keeps insisting that his culture um, isn't going to change her, but then she just came to Nigeria to get married in the traditional Nigerian wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, when she was like, we are D-U-N done, uh, when he was like bringing up the sort of like submission thing again, he was like, "That that's not why. Why are you surprised? What I meant is that when I said submissive, I meant not starting shit by acting like I can be held accountable for the shit that I do. That's what I meant by submissive. <laughs> it wasn't that you have to like always like agree with me. I'm just saying, don't start nothing, won't be nothing, and just let me do what I do because I'm I'm man. So yes, submissive in Bitch, that way. Bitch, who do you think I am? I 
am an American. Oh, shit. So That was also one of the most insane things to hear shouted. I was like, this is why people hate us. How do you not know that this I, is why people hate us? Well, this is, yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, it's, it's exceptionalism you know what i mean at its best so the the thing boils down to essentially he's like okay look we gotta just bring your mother in here because i if your mom i'm gonna tell your mom just straight up how it is i will not be submissive this is a 50 50 marriage that's what it's going to be and Are if you she's ignore cool that the only man i bow down to is jesus yeah i don't know i that uh that's cool, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, and that's just <laughs> sure. But I feel like even if Jesus came down, Angela would not be fucking with Jesus either. She would be like, the only person I bow down to is fucking nobody, actually. You know what I mean? So get the fuck up out of my way, Jesus. <laughs> if Jesus came down, she would kick him in the face before she ever found out it was Jesus. She yeah. has a zero temper for anybody. She's like, what are you, Antifa? Get out my way. <laughs> like, what? It was Jesus. I mean, like, zero patience, zero <laughs> tolerance. So the Yambu showdown, okay, where your mom has to hear it 100% from my mouth with a translator, not you, Michael, trying to mix and match sentiments to make everything sound right. She needs to hear straight up what's going on. Uh, that I will not be submissive. I will have my own mind. If she accepts, then we can move forward with the wedding. If not, thank you very much for playing. And I'm so sorry I put so much money into these plane tickets and all the <laughs> other kind of legal shit that they had to do over the years to be a couple. Um, so Yambu gets there with his brother. Uh, Yakimi, and she's she comes in fucking like that the queen fit she is. is fire because it's fuck you know this is what it is you okay you need my approval watch me pull up and you will have to respect me uh they finally after going back and forth explaining like what's going on she essentially says look uh this is what i'm going on i i, I am striving for equality in this relationship and i hope you will support that and she takes a second. She's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. And it was like, oh, shit. For a long time, it felt like maybe she was not going to be cool with that because she was also seemed very insistent on the uh, there being a child and like and being insistent that if there isn't, that he could have another wife and et cetera, et cetera. But she was like, no, that's cool. It seems like she really, you know, she likes them. Um, yeah, it was wild because... Like, I didn't think she'd care so much about the first part, the submissive part. I'm sure, she, like, I wasn't sure about it, but I was like, she'd probably be like, well, whatever, Michael's grown. Uh, but I did not think she would be that easygoing about her being like, I can't tote it. Yeah. I thought that she was going to be like, well, if you can't tote it, get the fuck out my house. Yeah. But she somehow weirdly likes Angela. I don't know what it is. I think because they just... They always like, light up when they see, see each other. Does she not see how fucking ugly her lips, necklace, and earrings are? I was no. like, that's enough for me to unfriend you. What? <laughs> but I also what was would going never on be with friends that whole, with Angela. <laughs> what was that? That whole thing was something. That was really, I guess that was her armor going into like, Yambu will know what time it is. Ugly is the opposite of armor. <laughs> ugly is a deterrent to exactly. people respecting you. Or like, wow! Having, or are you having power? Like, don't put what would on you ugly have worn? What would you have worn to the Yambu showdown? You could just wear big hoops without the big ass lips hanging. That's down a daddy from. issues. 
Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Pull up what your dad is she's hearing. She's like, what are your earrings say, my child? What the fuck? Okay. You on no, one, huh? No, I really just don't. I Whatever. I just think Angela's fashion is crazy, if you can call it that. She never looks right. She's just on her own. You know, she's, she's on a wave. You know, catch up. Okay? You would criticize a little girl's shoes and whatever wild I, shit Angela's wearing is cool with you. I think it's just funnier to pony. It's stop. funnier. It's funnier to me to support her bad style <laughs> than like to just object to because uh, objectively, yeah, her shit. Her obviously, her outfits are busted. Hey, we all it's know funnier that. to support something that you think is ugly. How do you feel uh, don't about bring those. these? <laughs> I feel like you have those stupid ass Fila sneakers like in a holster or something like on your hip because you just summon them out of nowhere. To fuck with I you. have them next to my podcasting chair just to drive you crazy and I bring them into frame anytime. That I yeah, and I have to learn how to stop giving you this reaction, but I cannot help but have a visceral react, like physical reaction. I'm overcome when I look at those fucking shoes. <laughs> yeah, um, more like full of cum because they're so great that <laughs> your dick is engorged. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you think they'll be broken up by the tell-all? That's my prediction. I'm sure they're already broken up. I don't know. Apparently after this, like everything's fine now, but I don't believe it. I honestly hate them as a couple. And okay do not care i sort of feel sad for michael but also i guess he like likes this crazy ass merry-go-round i don't know oh yeah well some people love the chaos problem is yeah and as 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 a totally insane person (laughs) yeah i don't understand how anybody wants to be with us (laughs) people seem to like it they're like this is fun you got that big chaos energy (laughs) exactly i think people who are really chill in their life they're like i don't even like they watch you get crazy. They're like, "This looks fascinating." Yeah. They're like, "What? What's that like?" It's like to- the Tasmanian devil, like just going off, and I'm like, "Whoa!" Yeah. So I, don't I think know. that's I- what he's doing. He's like wrapped up in it because he doesn't know how to get out. She's like a tide pool that like pulled him in and under. Oh, a mock pool. Mm. Mock pool. Mock pool. I'm pull you <laughs> under the surface, Michael. Malquel. All right, let's take a break. And then we'll, that way we can take a full stride into the Moldovan disaster. Uh, After these messages, we'll be right back. To show you how easy it is to file a claim with Geico, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with GEICO, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. GEICO. Great service without all the drama. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's GEICO. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay. Give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. America's so far. 
We'll be right back. Remember that shit on the Saturday morning cartoons? I do. Anyway, welcome back from the break. ABC Sunday. That's we should be an ABC Saturday morning cartoon for the children. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Children li- love booty hole talk, actually. So it would yeah, be pro- properly our de- demo is what. Well, I'm let's just like you know, d de- like take away the stigma of butts and take away just the stigma of our bodies, like being like whatever. It doesn't have to be like gross or sexual, but you know what I mean. Be like, yo, look, it's four twenty day fiance kids. Spark up your blunts. You know what I mean. And let's <laughs> let's talk shit about Andre, y'all. You can't say that this isn't sexual. This is a horn cast, and you know this. Yeah, our yeah, yeah, yeah. We would be like whatever network that was stupid enough to put us on there as a children's show <laughs> would like just like the government would just like fully shut down. They'd be like, "What is this? Please." <laughs> it's like the that cuties Netflix poster that came out. They'd give us the fucking Epstein treatment. They'd oh, be like, oh, no, Miles and Sophia killed themselves. That's so crazy. <laughs> they, they were they were talking. <laughs> they were talking about fucked up stuff on on our children's network. And then they were just dead. They it's uncovered so the truth about QAnon <laughs> on their Saturday morning show. <laughs> Day Fiance. Anyway, welcome back. Andre and Libby. Let's get into that. Uh, before talking about our failed careers as Saturday morning cartoons, uh, but I think a cur- a cartoon would be cool, you know, animated version of the show. So yeah, that animator, would be fucking. Let's fire. talk about it. You know, or a that comic would... book. A comic book. Yeah. I mean, if like okay, in a bigger version, yeah, okay. I see. Where I see where you're at. What do we do? Who are we saving the world from? Like boring ass people. Why we gotta save shit? No, I mean, like, we gotta be addi- additive. Well, like. What if we? Oh, you're saying shit? it's more of like a graphic novel than like yes, a, like exactly. a comic book superhero exactly. type shit. It's not a superhero oh, comic graphic book. novel. Just, yeah, it's about people book. who are paralyzed by the fear of failure. <laughs> no, that's just real life, Miles. <laughs> I know that's why this this why it's got a it's got a cut like a fucking knife. Uh, people are like, damn man, this shit is actually really sad. They don't leave the couch. For like uh, the entire series. I don't even want to read the comic. Can I just drop off some clothes and food for them? <laughs> they they and, seem uh, like they need it. Miles needs a shave. Uh, so, Sophia's okay. hair needs to get sorted. <laughs> Andre and Libby, their saga continues uh, in Moldova as new members of the family show up. Libby's mom... Uh, who? What's step her dad. mom's name? Well, the stepdad's Walter, like that. Jen, and what's like Pam or some shit? Probably. I thought it was Emily or some shit. Like Pamela. That. It's Pamela. <gasps> Pamela and Jen is and Walter. Is, listen, that's a mix between what you and I said. What I say? I don't know, but Emily and whatever you said is close. I think I said Pam. <laughs> see pam and emily make pamela they make pam <laughs> yeah, okay well you know close. what let's just i think yep yep that's a four hundred twenty thousand bonus right there to both of us because that was a sick ass idea um <laughs> dude pam plus emily equals pamela <laughs> so the okay. mom and sister arrive and it's more chaos you get more Big white woman energy coming in WWE, uh, just coming through. Walter seems like a more put together 
version of Charlie or, you know, Florida guy who like says the N word under his breath uh, with his like fleece coat is like fleece zip up and jean jeans and shit. I was like, OK, this guy he definitely. looks like he hates Jews for sure. <laughs> well, Jen starts off. Uh, Wait, can her- I just say my main note for this? Huh. And I say this a bunch of times during my little Libyan on Andre like paragraph is yes. Jen is a huge bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's nasty and just, I hate her. She's a she's vindictive and so transparently insecure and like angry at something. She's also so small and like small minded. Yeah. I immediately was like oh god i hate you so much when she was in the car and like it's so gloomy and sad looking here it's just like how i thought it would be moldova yeah like, god oh, how definitely do you not, not like kill a, yourself this is like not like a european destination shut the fuck up full because so already we are we already know like this motherfucker is watching just so you know by the end of this this whole fucking family is actually going to end up in there so this the bullshit starts up. It's not a European destination. The at this whole time in the beginning, Libby is keeping mum about the whole restaurant blowout fist fight that almost broke out. She's like, I just don't want like more scrutiny on my very toxic relationship. And Jen keeps taking shots at like Andre and shit, fucking with him in the car. And he's like, look, let's just get to this house and have this welcome dinner. Like my family's going to be there. You're, you know, Charlie and Chuck and everybody's there and Charlie Jr. and Chuck Jr. And Chugga Chugga Choo Choo. Everybody's <laughs> there. The whole, the whole fam ski. So they have the Chaz man. The Chaz man. <laughs> you know, all of them. <laughs> Chazza. It's all going down. So they get to the Airbnb palatial estate and they got a nice little get together set up. And again, Oh my goodness! Disrespect the spread. His mother puts not on this show, not ever. The spread bonus is coming through three million points. I was already loving whatever that like one close up shot was. That was like bread with some like it looked like cheese. It was so. It had so many parts that you had to assemble. I was like, man, see that takes love to even give a fuck to like hand assemble all them shits. I want to give a shout out yeah, to Spreads. Yeah, those shits, them oh. shits had like multiple steps. How are you not going to fucking acknowledge all of the intricate assembly and cutting up of even the ingredients, much less getting the ingredients? I was yeah. so angry. And then they dared to dog and call it peasant food. Like that's an insult. That was a fucking oh. stupid you classist piece of shit. You're a landlord. Do they eat pork you fat because it's scraps? People out of people, out of their money. I hate him. Hey, you know you're at. You know you're, when you're at a dinner and you're like, hey, what's that? Okay, and what's that? And what's that? And that's what? And what's that? Uh, that's not a good sign, you know. Uh, so honestly, like, get the fuck out of here. Have you never had a new experience in your own fucking life where you're asking what's that because that shit is new? That's how you grow, you little turd. Yeah, it's their fucking It was so uncool. And also the pig fat is actually Sala, and we have talked about this on the show before. And it is delicious what you do. Why do you eat that? Because you're poor? Is you Yeah, but also it's really fucking good. Um, lobsters yeah, but were that's... poor people food until they got rebranded as rich people food. Yeah, the so. Industrial Revolution brought that on. Yep. 
You're like, oh, we don't anyway, need bottom feeders. You take a very thin slice of the sala, you put it on top of dark bread that you've rubbed uh, the crust of with garlic and salt. Mm-hmm. And then you do like a pickle or a tomato on top or a spicy carrot like we oh, have as a side. Oh, so unctuous, delicious, it's juicy. so good. It's so good. Or with sauerkraut. Come on. Also, fucking Charlie, all his outfits are so dry and fucking tired. This motherfucker has no swag. He, everything he wears is J. Crew, Banana Republic bullshit. He and dresses like, how he eats fucking bland. What's that fuck? brand that with the antler, the moose and shit? Is that Abercrombie? I sound so fucking high. I'm like, is that what is that? Abercrombie hoodie. Is that what it is? Come on. I didn't know what a moose was a symbol. Of, I just know like the alligators, Lacoste, right? Yeah, it oh, is. Yeah. They're still wearing like, you know, just come on, bro. I like bros that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> if I got caught with cocaine, I'd snitch. Uh, so that's really cool. That's really cool. Shout Speaking out to them. Speaking of cocaine, we know that Charlie, because RK1s wrote in. Oh, um, right. Or Charlie Jr. or Chaz Chaz or Choo-choo. Chuck 2.0 or Chooch Man. Chucky Chucky Choo Choo. <laughs> yeah, Chucky Chucky Choo Choo has been busted for cocaine multiple times. So apparently the whole family has had like major legal problems. Hey, you know, they party, bro. And then they look down on everyone else. So whatever. Tired, tired, tired. Mm. So the other part was when they're eating, like the mom is like, so this fight I heard, uh, like Andre gets in their face and then says like, like, I go back to your country. Like, honestly, like. Who tells someone to go, like, what kind of person would say, go back, go the F back to their country? And it's like, uh, <laughs> Americans. You're from America. <laughs> I'm like, yo, really? You are the type of person, I'm guessing, I would bet a lot more money that you have probably thought or said that out loud to somebody. If you didn't say that in the last year, I will give you $50. Wow, great. I'll take if that there's out. not, not you, oh. her. She'll lie. She'll like, I didn't. But why don't you go back to your country, you Ukrainian? Exactly. Yeah. You, Ukrainian, Ukrainian one. We probably are in cahoots with Joe Biden. I guarantee Ukrainian would not be the thing that she would call me. Yeah, well, you never know. You would go kike right away. Oh, boy. So this whole thing with them. They go to the, they, the mom is continuing. She's like, I got to figure out what's going on. Like, the details are so vague. I need to go dress shopping. Uh, let's go figure out like what's more. Like maybe we can talk to Ina and see if Ina knows more. And this was kind of an amazing sequence with Ina, the sister-in-law, because while Libby's like trying on a traditional dress, like, okay, girl, like let's talk really quick. She's like, okay, my translator isn't working. Fuck. But she's like, so we know about the fight. Okay, Ina, do you understand what I'm saying? We know about the fight, fisties she- with them. I mean, it's ultimate petty and also like entitled Karen behavior 
to get a woman that whose job is to sell a wedding dress and like help style you to mm-hmm. make her translate a family fight you're having yeah. because you feel entitled to her language abilities for some fucking reason. Yeah. Hey, what, sweetie, come over what's her here. Name? We're what from was America. Um, I know this is going to be a real treat for you. Hey, uh, Moldova. Could you use your stupid Moldovan tongue to translate for us very special Americans? Okay, we so are it's... worth it. These <laughs> dresses are ugly. Just FYI. I don't know if you heard me. They are ugly. They don't... Ina plays them. it really cool though in the beginning because she knew what they were talking about, but she was like, "Oh, I don't know, I don't know what you're talking about because you're the police, so I don't know what's going on." <laughs> and then she's like, "So then when they call the translator over, she kind of slowly starts to like not give a fuck, and by the end of it, she's just trashing Andre like she doesn't give a fuck." So when they, like Ina eventually's like, "Yeah, you know, like I had some problems with Andre in the past, you know, I haven't really seen him in two years, um, and you know, he's kind of a." asshole and then basically lets him know like yeah so he's trash uh this motherfucker is a con- like just a loser she's like i don't know what the fuck libby sees in him no, I she literally don't. said i cannot figure out what it was that elizabeth that brought elizabeth to him <laughs> yeah like damn <laughs> and she was God so damn. cold when she said it like she was not impassioned in any way no absolutely not she, she let- was just like oh i'm good i marvel sometimes at what huh. the possible fucking reason could be that she would I mean, find him how, in how any could she way attractive. live with that toxic mutant man together it just doesn't make any sense to me and she literally said how does she live with him that was just amazing that swing though of it went from being like oh i don't really know like i guess they were fighting to like yeah i don't know how this motherfucker even can stand him i can't stand him i almost fucking cut out of look i had a box cutter on me that almost hit him (laughs) and i did it i took my earrings out is what i'm saying why do you think my hair is up in this bun right now i'm fucking ready i'm fucking ready for under the best part was libby popping her head out in the middle of that drag sesh though and she's like now i can hear you can we do this later? Like, I get that you're basically saying, like, I'm the Michael Jordan crying meme of, like, wives right now and brides. But can we do this later? Like, is there another place for this, please? <sighs> anyway, hold that one, Libby, unfortunately. But but also, like, they were so shitty immediately in the wedding dress store. They're like, these ha- dresses look like Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, they're fucking. Why the are you always here. so fucking disrespectful? Because they are insecure. That's I why hate them. they have to assert their very sad, superficial, fleeting sense of superiority in every situation to convince themselves that that little voice in their head that says "you ain't shit" isn't telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome to the mind of these people. Uh, shall we move on? Um, my final thought is yes. that I feel like it's really disingenuous and annoying for everyone to keep saying like, oh, I don't know. Like, will there even be a wedding? Are you going to have a wedding? They are already married. Who gives a <laughs> yeah. shit? It's more like you're paying for this party. This is a fucking Mon- Moldovan party. And let's be real about it. Yeah. Oh, that. Ooh, the sp- if they the get spread to it, that spread is going to be so good. I don't know what. He doesn't deserve that spread. We need to have like a spread bubble where we we can invite people of the world in and it's like 70 people and 
it's they're all chefs cooking for us just the two of us so it's 68 chefs you and me <laughs> and we get high and we're like so we're okay. each eating 70 dishes yeah every day we're like okay, okay uh this man from bangladesh please bring out your 70 item spread boom that's breakfast okay then we probably eat we'll probably do another spread for lunch just as heavy you know a french spread we'll do a, a portuguese spread I gotta say, we I feel like Mongolian. we do a spread, we do a, a siesta, and then we do a spread. Yep. Okay. Okay. Great. If you are a chef and you cook like any kind of food from abroad and an interesting cuisine, hit us up. Uh, you know, because maybe we can we can work this up bubble out. If we, we can distance eat with you, ooh, oh. honey, we would. Oh love my it. goodness! Well, we just got to get tested. We'll just have to make our own small spread bubble. That sounds so disgusting. Um, spread I'm bubble is what Sumit <laughs> sees when he spreads oh, Jenny's Oh, fucks off. <laughs> you fucking, you like, you fucking drove the ship right into it. We knew what we were talking about. And then you had to be like, let's see. Let's see what it do. And now people are dry heaving during their jogs or whatever they do listen to the show. I'm sorry. But it is. Guys, the bubble is full of ice cream. Don't. It's not gross. Uh-oh. Smith. Uh-oh. Uh <laughs> okay. Can we go to podcast already? Uh, let's move on to Colt and Jess. Um, the f- I don't have a lot. Yeah. Either. The the weird part was when he crashed that drone into himself in the river, and he's like, oh, oh, wow. I, I crashed a drone into myself. Cool. I'm so I naughty. I have not been watching that part. It was the very beginning, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Uh, so, I don't know. They have he, so little content with Colt because he's so boring on his own. It's like watching paint dry. They're like, yeah. They're like, I don't give know, him a toy. Maybe he'll crash a drone into his own body. I don't know. Give him these matches. Maybe he'll accidentally light himself on fire and we can do something <laughs> with that. So they, I don't know. They, he talks to Jess and he's like, hey, come to Vegas and stay with me. And she's like, really? And then he's like, okay, um, I kind of feel bad because I got the wild ass um, secret. Uh He's basically said in like on and off periods where they've broken up and gotten back together. One of the times they broke up, he began talking to someone. That's Vanessa, right? It has to be Vanessa. Well, or in any, yeah, that's else. one thing. But then the other thing is that Vanessa is moving in <laughs> with him and Debbie because <laughs> she's Yo. having quote unquote divorce problems. Um, that was wow, fucking wow, 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 amazing. So th- this is all during a scene where after he goes, like he gets off the FaceTime with Jess, he goes with mommy to get some ice cream. And she's like, I want mine in a cotton candy bowl. I'm like, what the fuck, fool? Really? I mean, whatever. You ain't got teeth anyway. So you might as well go all in, ma. So um, I'm sorry, though. Watching how creepy she was about being on a date with her son was <laughs> So not cool. She was just like, ooh, finally. I haven't been to an ice cream place in years. Probably not since Clinton was president. I'm like, you put your eyebrows on for this, girl. You yeah. are trying to fuck your and son. And the full grill. 
<laughs> Who knows? Anyway, maybe. I, and even when he was like, oh, wow, look at my ice cream. It's like I'm taking this, unwrapping a condom. Bro, what the fuck? He's so weird and gross. You a weirdo, like, bro. What? He's the? like. Anyway, he's like, I got a, I got a foreplay with my mom right now. Hey, mom. Oh yeah. You got that wet ass <laughs> cotton candy ball right there in front of you, ma. <laughs> ah yeah. So he doesn't want to tell his mom. He's trying to keep the secret about Chancleta Gate. I guess he really doesn't want to tell her about that night for whatever reason. Like he's super protective about that. He's for like, whatever reason, she'll really dislike maybe her after that. But like, maybe okay. it's only because he's uh, already been in a physically violent relationship with an ex. And it was the last ex before oh, this yeah. Facts. woman. That's probably why. And well, you know, she is Latina, so she has that fire. I like. Oh wow, cool, mom. I the Latina say, fire. It's so gross when dudes say shit like that, or when it's like, it's like the equivalent of doing the chocolate thing for like black. Yeah, women. it's just it, it's, it's like whatever. shut the fuck up with your weird like. Oh, you're either a spicy pepper or yeah. some sort of a dessert. I don't know how else to conceive of women. Oh it's yeah, like, like oh, stop. I love I love Asian girls like that. Shit. I'm like, okay, so you need to get the fuck away from me. When I like people say that shit, I'm like, that's the wildest red flag when people like define themselves by that. Woo! Don't lead with that. Don't lead no with any want- of that. Mm-mm, okay, so to hear that. It's also the same people that like when I'm out in the world will go like, yeah, but what are you? And I'll be like, I'm about to fuck you up is what I am. <laughs> someone who hates you. <laughs> uh, so that that was a great moment, though, during the ice cream uh, sort of social where we find out again. Yes, Vanessa is, in fact, moving in. So Debbie, she has now flipped the fucking tables yet again. And she's like, welcome to my world, Jess. If you want to fuck around, you can find out. And meet your new motherfucking roommate, Vanessa, who Colt has fucked. You're welcome. Signed, Miss Debbie. XOXO. I love that. Just fucking, she's back, baby. They, she was like, they, I'm not going to lie. She had me in the fourth quarter there. I, I was real <laughs> touch and go. Bitch came back from the dead on me in that hotel lobby. Yes, my dentures <laughs> fell straight up out my fucking mouth. I could not believe what I saw. But she didn't know I still have a few moves in me. I'm st- she's still playing checkers. And I'm playing fucking 5D chess. Don't 5D worry about chess. me. Woo. And it was funny how she was like, what are you going to do, Colt? Let Jess travel thousands of miles and, and be like, guess what? This is your new, ra- new roommate, Vanessa? <laughs> That's not going to be good. But she's like, low key. I want to see the Please shit out that. of that. Please I want to watch that hoe burn. I want to watch it burn like Usher, baby. It's such a staple of 90 Day Fiance that uh, people be making people travel to somewhere far to tell them something terrible. Yeah. Oh, are you okay? Then you get really emotional. You got to stop vaping. And I don't care how big the quote unquote cloud fucking clouds are. Uh, just you shouldn't do it. Your, okay. Your what I'm what I was saying mm-hmm. <laughs> is to make someone travel somewhere and to then break terrible news to them is so shitty. It's a waste of fucking They're time. They're not even gonna enjoy the trip. Like No. 
If you were on the reel with them and you were like, yo, the producers are making us break up in New York, I totally would have broken up with you under better circumstances. But let's both get a cool New York trip out of it. We don't have to fuck around together or anything. You can invite whoever you want. But Mm -hmm. when we like when the cameras are there, it's going to be fire. Okay, we're going to break up. And the bitch can be like, oh, that's so cool. You gave me a heads up. Okay, we're going to have some separate fun in New York. That is what I would do if I was on that reality show. Right. If they're, yeah. I mean, that's what they do, though. And most of these people, they just like to be on the TV. So it all works out really quickly, though, because I I always think of this. I just want to hear that clip where Darcy's like, you never want yeah, to love me. You're a liar. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite <laughs> moments. And you know what? We, we might- still love screaming that, but that's in the vault. Uh, anything else about them? Nah. All right. Uh, let's move on to Tanya and Sinjin. This is another quick one. I just kind of zoned out because it was just getting very uncomfortable. And I think it's clear that they shouldn't be together anymore. Uh, at this point, he does not seem able to like see what she is trying to get out of her life and vice versa. And just, you know, fuck it. You know what I mean? I just feel like offended on the behalf of every woman that's had to listen to a dude say some shit like, I go where the universe takes me. I go with the wind. Uh, I'm a free spirit when the bitch is like paying for your shit and whatever. It's like, yeah, what I mean, yeah, you're not that free a spirit. Okay. You're a dependent, a codependent spirit. That's not true. I'm a free spirit in the sense that like I'm getting all this shit for free. (laughs) <laughs> um, basically, that's that's what I mean by that. Yeah, and it's like stop acting like she's trying to take something away from you when in the last two years you've not tried one career. Yeah, of the eight that you wanted to have. But honestly, shout out to the fucking bray, the uh, bray with I, all the meats. Uh, another fucking just brew. I wanted to eat some of that bray. Oh, uh, bray, lecker, 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 lecker. Uh, mm. It was so lecker. Uh, I want the bray. I like, I love anything again, a concept way of eating that is about like purely the social aspect around cooking. Like that's always fantastic. That's why I think, you know, crab, a low country boil is fantastic. A crawfish boil around a table. Love a crawfish boil. Or doing Korean barbecue or whatever it is. It's anything that's just kind of like, let's cook together. Let's eat together. Just sort of all together. I love you. I love you, Bray. I love you, Bray. Someone invite me to a Bray. It looked fucking tight, and uh, I gotta say that it's a testament to the bray that mm. Tanya, even while crying and being mad at Sinjin, was she had to take that still fucking hosing that. Yeah, plate she was like down. Yeah, she's I was like, like that's yep. how you know. Yup, yup, that shit is good. I was like, I'm yeah. with you. I I would prefer to cry over meat than not yeah. cry. <laughs> I mean, she's still kind of crying over meat, but when she takes that plate, she kind of knows. She's I will still make a scene. But this fucking steak is obscene, and I cannot let it go to waste. Good night and when good luck. When she saw that sausage link, she was like, okay, I might leave Sinjin, but I'm taking you with me. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm sorry. That's plus 100 million to the idea of a bray. Oh, the bray. Can I go to a bray? I went to the bray. <laughs> the bray university? <laughs> yeah. The bray. I learned to bray there. Bro. Hey, bro. I went to Debray, and, and now I majored in. No, where's where this going I now? I won't. Scottish Irish territory. You I know, went to Bray. 
I'm sorry I didn't do the eight hours of prep that you require for now your my <laughs> <laughs> ah, no! no, you uh, said you wouldn't do it until the pray. end. You want you to pray? Said... We had a deal. I'm Detective John Kimball. I hope you enough, leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach. I hope you've left enough room for my bry because you're going to eat it and it's going to be in your stomach. I okay, these are all perfect. These are all perfect. You flawless, promised flawless. to wait until the end. Well, I could. I told you, you fucked around and I said, now I'm going to bring it back before then. I fucked around the how con- I said a sentence you didn't like. Whatever. Okay, you know what? You, let's just let's not do this in front of the kids. Um, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I, I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mm. yeah, I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Don't fucking make me look stupid on the fucking you podcast. Stupid. I look fucking stupid. When you do that shit, I look fucking stupid. Oh, oh, you look, you stupid. look stupid. Oh, no. Oh, oh, people love your fucking impressions. I'm the stupid one. You talk shit about my impressions all the fucking time. I love them. Fuck off. I'm going to do the fucking impressions. You can't fucking stop me. I've always done the fucking impressions. <laughs> all right. Okay. And we're back. And... <clears throat> Now that that's resolved, and I think I won. For the um, best. I, I did. <laughs> uh, we sorted that out. And there will be, uh, I think we decided as a couple, and we want to tell y'all, our children, all the K-1s, uh, that there will be nothing but nonstop accents going from henceforth. Uh, yes. Wall-to-wall accents. That's so let's just move on. one thing we agreed on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's just get into Kalani and Asuelu because, wow. Woo! Shit got wild, honey. Um, okay, this is this was so juvenile. I loved the whole thing. I I actually in my head jokingly said the thing Asuelu was gonna say back to Kalani. Um, but let's just start sequentially here. Um, Asuelu, the last episode, told his mother with tears in his eyes. I cannot give you a lot of money right now because I have to support my family, my two children. I am trying and, to be independent. And I have a part-time job at the yogurt shop. And it's if not I'm a yogurt being... shop. It's the back of the health food store where they let my boss set up a machine. Oh, man. Don't dog uh, on my frozen yogurt job. But he is one of the largest franchisees of these machines in the, Thank in you. the, the Utah area. Thank you for saying that. Okay. Anyway. 
But the um, problem is, he's like, I would literally have to let my kids starve because I can't provo- pro- provide for them. Provoke and Kalani, them. <laughs> Kalani provides uh, childcare. And I work, and that's like all we can do right now. And I don't have extra money. I've only been in this country for a little bit. I'm trying to establish myself, and I'm not quite there yet. Is that cool? It is mm. not cool. No, still not cool. Okay, that's weird. Uh, your wife's controlling you. Cut to now. Uh, Kalani is like, you know what? I need to meet up with your mom and sister. And honestly, if we're gonna scrap on the fucking on the docks, I'm ready. Cause she came with her hair up. I was, I clocked that. I was like, I wonder, I didn't see her shoes. I don't know if she was wearing like Air Force Ones or something or a running shoe. I think she had sneakers on. I think she had sneakers on. She may have been in fight mode. I just know that she is definitely, we, I think from the beginning have said, yeah, she could probably beat everybody on the show up uh, if she really wanted to. And she kind of like, she walks with that swagger too, where she'll like talk about it too. She's like, Oh, I don't give a fuck. Like I'll, I'll fold somebody's little ass up. I'm like, yes, Kalani, I just do, do what you got to do. So they meet up at this, like at the docks. I know I'm not supposed to stand violence like that, but when it's in like a form of a fine woman like that, standing up for her family, Ooh, honey, I am sprung. Self-defense. I was like, okay, Kalani, okay. Kung fu, you know what I mean? I also like that she came through with the bun. I'm like, oh, you're about to fuck these bitches yeah. up. She's like, you're not going to, because her hair is lush, long, and thick, so that's a lot to get a hold of. And she was like, da, 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 da. you're not getting a hold of my fucking hair and start feeding me the right, just boom, boom, boom. No, okay? I'll do that to you. And they, you know, Tammy did not have her hair up, but we digress. They show up at the docks. Kalani's like, look, I just need y'all to know that you cannot have all the money because the buck stops with me now. I'm the mother, the wife. I am the fucking captain now. Okay? Do you see what I'm saying here? And so um, they're like, but then their reply is equally as aggressive. It's like, okay, so let me break it down for you like this. Uh, send all your money. Okay? Are you dumb? Do you not get what we're saying? Send, run all your motherfucking checks right now. Or are you just lazy? And that's when... The escalation begins. It starts off the escalation with them saying, oh, well, if why are you afraid of letting him send all his money to us? Because you're not going to be poor. You live with your parents. Mm -hmm. And she's like, whoa, 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 what? And they're like, or is it that you don't want to work full time and take care of your kids like we do, which is what I, Tammy, am doing with my life, taking care of kids, picking them up, dropping them off at their activities and working a full time job. Are you lazy? And that is when Kalani is like, oh, hell no. She's like, no, you got me fucked up. You're not going to see a fucking dime. I do what the fuck I got to do because this is my life. And that's number one. That's the priority. And then even then, Tammy's like, look, half blood. You should know better. Like, you know what time it is. Like in our culture. like She brings the pregnancy into it. She goes, did we tell you to get pregnant? Yeah. No, you wanted us will for your husband. So you did it on purpose to marry him. I'm like, have you fucking met Oswalu? Yeah. He is not a catch, dude. He's he, a catch and release, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they the whole thing too is even his mom just breaks it down like, yo, okay, look, maybe you're not getting it. I don't give a fuck about your kids. <laughs> give me my fucking money. 
That was and the wildest oh, grandma moment I've ever seen. I've never seen. seen some shit like that. I've never seen a grandparent say that about their grandkids. That shook me to my core because like, I think we both have nice grandparent memories. So we're like, yo, I can never picture any of my grandparents talking like that. That's uh, some succession type shit. But what then the she was fuck. But again, she's not looking at it like children because she's it's property. Because she's like, so I will repossess that dick, and my son will come back with me to start earning again. And it's just Kalani at this point is like, what the fuck is even a dick? These people don't even make sense. They're just like saying all this shit at me. And when Kalani's just like, okay, well that's what y'all think. Um, but I'm not gonna do that. So good day to you. And the money is is no longer happening. Good. But luck. the mom's attitude is like straight up of like a pimp who's yeah. like losing their bottom bitch. Yeah. Like she's like, oh, you're not gonna take my earner. I want to take my son back. Yeah. As if he's like a someone that could be I mean. taken back. It's just so crazy. That's an asset. And then she accuses. Kalani of brainwashing him and Tammy does. She's like, you it's still yeah, and then Kalani shit. starts crying because she's literally like so frustrated. It's like, what the fuck is going on? And then Tammy you're goes, older. Why are you crying? Because you brainwashed Aswelu and now you're sorry. It's like, yo, they got the weakest bullying skills. Like I was almost cringing. I'm like, yo, that's not how you bully someone. Get your head in the game, Tammy, if you're going to do this shit. The, Kalani came here ready to fuck you up, and you got to come harder than, why are you crying? Because you you brainwashed him? What the fuck? No. So the tensions are so high, and at that moment, she's like, no, nah, I'm done with this shit. Get the fuck out of my way. Like, y'all, you can say bye to the money. And that's when Tammy's like, no, I'm going to fight you. Call me back, mom. And Asuelu's mom's like, no, Tammy, no. But let's be real. Tammy, you were not even close to putting your hands on her. If you were really about that, like you had many times you were close enough and you were pulling your hands back. I watched frame by frame. I wanted to give you the benefit of the doubt. But after a long analysis, we have determined you are, in fact, not about that life. Uh, and you don't want it with Kalani because she. I can't even imagine... Like, I feel like how Kalani feels when she starts talking about what could have happened. I'm, I'm almost like, ooh, oh, I wish you would have put the, I want to, and I'm like, oh my God, I wish you would have put your hands on Kalani. I would have seen that shit go the fuck off. But no, I feel that's got to bring it down to be more way. civilized. <laughs> I feel the same way. And it's crazy because Kalani, what like the mom and the sister don't see is how much shit she puts up with from Oswelu. Like, how irresponsible he is, how little time he spends taking care of the kids, how little money he brings in, period. So the fact that like she's normally holding him down so hard and trying so hard for that family, mm -hmm. and then now his mom and sister are trying to come for her, the fact that she had enough like patience and like fucking control to walk away yeah she would have thrown them I into the ocean i would not have had that i would have been like okay so like, you yeah. want to lay hands on me i have been waiting for this oh my god Police thank you god come for me and then she'd be like you know what no <laughs> please god don't make me take this woman's life and, and then like she it's so it's uh 
And I've used, I used to be a lot more uh, impatient and bad tempered and like a lot more into like I would fight you or whatever. And it just makes me so incensed when someone can actually now when I'm like a grown ass woman, get me to a point where I'm like, no, I would lay hands. What are you doing? And I'm like, <laughs> that I'm like, this fucking this is how, you know, this family is so infuriating mm-hmm. and like shallow that it makes me want to fight them on Oof. Kalani's behalf. On the ad. So she's an angel. She <sighs> she's Kalani, fine as hell what? too. Kalani, you know what? That's just, that's just three million just for being being about it, about it. You know what I mean? Um, so she goes home after this confrontation, and Asuelu is. I don't know, like playing, I don't know, whatever. He's fucking like laying down in bed, like looking at the ceiling or some shit. And she comes Literally, in. the sister is taking care of the two kids while he's in the other room doing fucking God knows what. Yeah. Can you, can you imagine, though? Like, I bet he's like, has that feeling like, oh, I can't. Sometimes I can't stand these motherfuckers and I don't want to be around them. So I'm not like, like, bro, come. You got to come harder than that as a parent. That's part of the whole gig, sir. Anyway, so when she gets in there. She's like, so um, your family said I brainwashed you and I control you. And then Tammy's ass was like calling me lazy. And it, the whole shit was wild. And he's like, hmm. So it sounds like a case of zero to 100 real quick. Uh, <laughs> or as he said it, so they level went to level one, one to, to level, level 70. 70. Uh, and that <laughs> is not good. And she's like, no, no. And then she's like, you know, they're just straight up assholes. You know, that's the problem. I don't, I don't care. Like they don't, they don't, they're not going to love you unless you give, uh, give them money. They're assholes straight up. And he's like, please don't call my family assholes. They're also, they are people too. Like it was really hurt. It was interesting because while what she's saying is true, it was really like this thing where the child has to kind of deal with the fact that maybe his family sucks in certain ways, like in this very specific way that love is a literal current, like Money is the literal currency, uh, love currency in their entire family. So he's sort of like, I know, but like, please don't make it real by also saying how shitty they are. Please let me just sort of pretend they aren't that bad. And then we get to the schoolyard shit. So he's already on the defensive because he doesn't like that he has to deal with the reality that his family's assholes. Then... Kalani says, look, and then your sister's dumbass tried to square the fuck up. And you know what? Just so you know. I wish she would. I would have knocked her the fuck out. And I'll put that on everything. I'll put that on our children's lives. Okay? I would have sent her to the motherfucking afterlife. Fucking wish she would have tried. Yes. Okay? Yes. Let her try to touch a molecule of my being, mm-hmm. and I would have laid her out. So, and then, so what you think you can beat my sister up? Is that what you're saying? That's the th- takeaway that he has from it. She's like, Oh, so you say you could take my, kick my sister's ass? So I just don't think so. I don't think so. I'm she like, like, Bruh. She was like, you are not paying attention to what the fucking issue is. Yeah. I wouldn't just fold her ass up like a paper plane and then just glide her across the sky. Okay. I would knock her the fuck out. I don't know if you heard about this, about my right and my left hand, but people don't know I'm a southpaw. 
right hand hospital, left left hand graveyard. Okay, and that's what the fuck would have happened to her. And he was like, hey. "Well, actually, you." And then he's like, "Well, you actually can't knock my sister out." It became some actual schoolyard shit with him. Like, nah, uh, your dad can't beat up my dad. Can no, you imagine arguing with your fucking wife over whether your sister can beat? her up or but, not but then kalani g's him up and she's like you know what in fact i could also beat your little ass too <laughs> <laughs> she right though oh, she right shit. my money is on kalani oh shit oh shit <laughs> yo fucking kalani man i love that shit that's another three million just fucking taking him the time and he that's when he's like nope not me a man lose to you a woman not gonna happen not in this world not in the reality i live in and it's just the whole thing is actually sad because you even feel bad that she's so mad about the entire situation that like she's going there with him and he's going there back with her because the whole thing's just shitty like the fact that she had to do that is fucked up and she's coming back like with her adrenaline pumping and even then he's not being like oh man i'm so sorry like my sister really tried to fight you like baby, he's I know. just not an adult, and he never has been, yeah. and he's never been mature. And like, if my wife came home and was like, "Look, this is like what happened, and this is how upset I am, and whatever, whatever," uh, the first thing I would have said was, "Don't put your suitcase on the bed, Kalani." Wow. Sorry. Um, yeah. and then the second wow. thing I would be like, "Oh, like you seem upset. Let's talk about it." Instead of being like. Oh, you said you could fight my sister. Probably not. Also, yeah. what? You yeah. can't fight me. I'm I'm boy and you're a girl. Yeah, shut the I'll fuck up. I'll smash you. What are you doing? Here's the thing. You don't know, Oswello. I've been low. training my girls for for the last 30 years. They've been They have kneeling. a particular set of skills. They've been kneeling on bricks for 8 hours a day, sharpening their shins and dipping their hands into hot broken glass. Stealing their hands for the art of combat to one day beat your ass and fold your ass up like a fucking cheap ass Ikea chair. Don't get it fucked up. Don't get it twisted. But also don't, don't, don't kick me in the knees. I got bad knees. That would be fucked up. I would go down. And I, Look, I don't have a glass jaw, but my knees are pretty fucked up. So please, that's my weak spot. I'm old, man. And nothing in my back. Don't do anything to my back. That would fuck if you just hopped on my back like a piggyback ride, you would KO me. I'd be that's, done in three seconds. That's on God. So <clears throat> yeah, I I would again, I don't know where the fuck this is going on the heels of them being like, we're gonna fight each other, uh, and I'll prove it. So that's always good. The thing that really kills me, like all of that is super tragic, that entire uh storyline this episode. Mm -hmm. But when show. she cries and she says, every day I love him less, Ugh. that tore my oh. fucking shit up. Yeah, it's too real. I couldn't. I was like, you are letting this beautiful, incredible woman feel like this while she brought two of your children into the world. It was a nah, mistake. Nah, nah. You don't mm. deserve her. Oh, man. Well, on that bummer note, let's yeah. move on to wah, some reviews. Wah. 
Let's talk some reviews. Something, a bright spot. First of all, shout out to the fucking like 300 people that at one point came through to the live stream. Not that there were 300 people on at once. I think at one point we had like 114 people pop in on the Twitch stream. I think that's good. That was very great to see everybody in the chat. We had a fun time. We were vibing to music. Uh, we had wigs on. It was we were just wigging out. Um, I might don the wig again because I will just I will become Dars and this whole thing will be a farce. Uh, but yeah, if you haven't subscribed already, go to Twitch.tv/slash/420dayfiance so you can you know catch us on there. We might do something again this weekend. I don't know if you want to. Maybe just tune in, play some music, talk, whatever. Seemed cool. I think I had a good time. you would like it. I actually had a really good time. Yeah, I did too. It was really fun. Because then at a certain point, we're just like, we're just now going to hang out and talk about <laughs> just these random tracks that we love and vibe the fuck out. Uh, mm-hmm. So what do you got in the way of reviews? Okay, so this one is called You Need Some Milk. Uh-oh. I think we do. I do the drop. need some milk. And this review is by Julia W.D. Harrison. Mm-hmm. And it's five stars. And it says, stay out of Cancelvania by listening to this podcast. I came here after falling in love with the hosts on The Daily Zeitgeist. But they shine like the crazy diamonds they are on their own show. Mm. I love the show and the trash on which it's based. You put the boss in Klebasi. Oh, Magda. Wow. Miles and Sophia, I love you. Ah, uh, Magda, got the klobasser. <laughs> Get the klobassies out, honestly, Magda. <laughs> I have to eat soon. Yeah, paint. yeah, you do. Um, Watch okay, me this... deep throat the klobassi. <laughs> maybe <laughs> on our, glizzy. maybe on our OnlyFans, Miles. <laughs> yeah, watch me. I'm gonna be with Magda. Magda's gonna be there. We're gonna throat the glizzy on camera. Do whatever you want. Just throw me a couple bucks. It goes down over there. Uh, at Matt Klobasi. Yeah, I already know what time it is. Klobasi time? It's Klobasi time. Yeah, I already know. When that music comes up. They know it's Klobasi time. <laughs> okay, so this review is from Jen Mar- Marie O. Uh, digging random references. Mm. Five stars. <laughs> Great. Love this podcast. Don't mm, even good. watch the show anymore. Don't My life was missing living single references and Seinfeld impersonations, but y'all have helped me fill that void. Grew up valley adjacent and like... And like feeling, I'm on the inside joke. (laughs) Hey. Keep doing what you're doing. You know what? Shout out to Angelino. The Angelino K1s. Thank you. We see you. I mean. But what's the deal? Stop. I feel like Friends was just ripping off single, living single. (laughs) I mean, it's almost a one-to-one ripoff. Exactly. What's going on? Am I the only one seeing this? (laughs) Jerry Seinfeld blowing the lid open. <laughs> okay. Uh, l- last review is okay. by Legal Treble. This is my sports. Five <laughs> stars. I love it. Assigning points to trashy reality TV behavior is the only points-based entertainment I'm interested in. 
Also, of all the fake things Sophia and Miles have invented, I think small batch fitness might be the best. <laughs> I would like my fitness in small batches. <laughs> Anywho, listen to this if you like fun and wish it was socially acceptable to group yell at reality TV while eating awesome spreads. Oh, man. Bless up. Thank you so much for Thank these you for the reviews. Good yeah, appreciate ass it. reviews, dogs. They help us maintain our spot as the number one podcast of all time about 90 day fiance on the iHeartRadio network where the hosts are high and from la and in their 30s okay and so, one of them is black and japanese and the other one is ukrainian jewish and bisexual and a cancer yeah. survivor so um, we have that entire demo locked basically covered. so uh, welcome k1s to the kingdom uh, or the queendom, whatever we call this, our our little uh, let's call it our little village, and we are the village people, and I get to be the construction worker. YMCA. Okay. Uh, with that, you can catch us at 420 Day Fiance on Twitter and Instagram, and if you want to find me, well, actually, before I tell you where you can find me, I got to tell you that 420 Day Fiance is a production of iHeartRadio, so for more podcasts, check out the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to this show. Don't just don't just download a random one here and there. Subscribe. Get somebody else to subscribe. If you have an elderly parent that has an iPhone, fucking take their shit and just sub, just subscribe. Us, they don't Help give us a out. fuck. They don't give a fuck, and if they need to hear this, welcome, Grandma. Okay, yeah. I'm hey, Grandpa. Okay. Oh, hey, shit. Grandpa, you have a new sexy friend. You know what I use OnlyFans, Grandpa? <laughs> Ow. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> the, uh, where you can find me? You can find me, Sophia Alexandra, at the Sophia S-O-F-I-Y-A, on Twitter and Instagram. Also, my other podcast, Private Parts Unknown, with my co-host, Courtney Kosak. It's a banger, as well as my album, Father's Day, where you can listen anywhere uh, you get your comedy albums. And, of course, you can find me, Miles Gray, on my other podcast, The Daily Zeitgeist, which is every day with my co-host, Jack O'Brien. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at my handle, Miles of Gray. And that's Gray with an A. A. Okay. Well, with that, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you all tomorrow where we'll talk about happily ever after. Thanks so much. And what was the thing we said? The spread bubble? Uh Uh-oh. Recovery starts with a call. Pennsylvania's Substance Use Disorder Hotline is staffed by real people who are trained to help. They're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They'll get you or your loved one into treatment regardless of your access to insurance. If you or someone you know is suffering from addiction, call 1-800-662-HELP. Recovery starts with a call. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. The 27 Club is back. The 27 Club, a serialized podcast about iconic rock stars who died at the age of 27, returns with the story of Janis Joplin. The 27 Club is hosted by me, Jake Brennan, the creator of Disgraceland, the award-winning music and true crime podcast. The 27 Club is a weekly show. Episodes are released every Thursday. Listen to The 27 Club on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.